What's up? How you doing, bro? I'm not bad. So, so tired. Why? What's been going on? Um, think at the moment, bad diet, late nights, playing football. Okay. Just need to get on top of shit. Did you, by any chance, see, obviously you don't actually follow our own Instagram page, because, you know... I haven't been following Instagram at all lately. You're not a fan of our podcast. (laughs) Um, So, uh, I put up a post on Saturday um, outlining the impact of sleep deprivation that I was suffering. Okay. So, from Tuesday until Saturday, like maybe Monday night, I literally couldn't even tell you because it all blurred into one. I slept no more than like two and a half hours each night. Wow. Because my kids fucking trying to kill me. Um, so by Saturday, by the time Saturday came, and it was weird actually because on Friday night I stayed out because uh, the M4 was shut. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to bother battling it to get home to sleep for a few hours and then battle it to get back. I'll just stay inside. Yeah. Stayed in the hotel, couldn't sleep. So by Saturday evening, I was in a terrible state. I could barely, I couldn't stand still, and I didn't realise that I couldn't stand still. I was rocking forward and back, from like my heels to the balls of my feet, like a drunk, so, swaying in the wind. And uh, yeah, you just you just crack it open, like like imagine <laughs> in, the, in the cinema, you're just ruining it. But um, but yeah, and then uh, I was I was getting out of breath walking. Oh wow, which was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, and then. I kind of it got to about ten o'clock on Saturday night, and I, I finished doing everything I needed to do. I had to be up at five the next morning as well, and I was like, do "You know, what? I'm just gonna have a bowl of cereal and go to bed because I'm, so, I'm just so tired." Yeah. I sat there eating a bowl of bowl of cereal. My wife turned. And she's like, "Uh, you right there?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." She was like, "Why are you crying then?" I was like, "I was like, I ain't crying." She was yes, you are. I was like, "I'm not fucking crying. I'm sitting there eating my cereal." She was, look at your face. And I was like, I wiped my hand across my face. I had tears pouring, like pouring out of my eyes. And you don't cry for shit. Yeah, it's fucked, bruv. Like I wasn't crying, but I was shedding tears. Yeah. That's my little get out of jail clause on that one. But yeah, man, I was just like tears rolling down my face for nothing. It's, nah. I was like, this ain't good. This ain't good at all. So yeah. I went to bed. I KO'd hard. I slept like five hours, which was a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> and then tackled, tackled the next day. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's that was me. And do you know what? It's happened to me once before. Actually, I was in uh, I was in Germany, and I think Chanel saw it as well. Like I was, I was messed up. Yeah, I hadn't slept at all for like five days. Sure. Um, and it just got to a point where I was like, I wasn't thinking straight. I wasn't talking straight. I couldn't I couldn't function properly. And then I was, and funnily enough, we got home the next day. We got back to to Slough, and I, I was at your uncle's. We got back at like. I think it was like one in the afternoon mm-hmm. and he was like right just crash for a couple of hours then we'll go training yeah and he left me at his house and went to class and I, I was like why did you leave me he goes i tried to wake you up your eyes were wide open but you were asleep wow and i could not wake you up i even checked your pulse because i thought you might be dead <laughs> <laughs> i was like raw <laughs> so um see so yeah, i'm like i'm i'm familiar with the uh with the yeah. perils of fucking like, yeah not good it's, but it's not it's not so the missus is away for on holiday for two weeks, so um, I should be able to get some sleep. Or reactivate your Tinder account. And that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how's, things, how's things going with you two? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Um, I, I don't like to say honeymoon period, but kind of I guess you could still say that. But things are good. Like, we've got a good understanding. 
I think our wise, wise friend Lamin recently said, with women, it's a case of working out which kind of crazy you can handle. Oh, okay. And then sticking with it. Because <laughs> all of their bitches is crazy. Okay. Oh, and uh, I kind of agree, like, she's, she's, she's got plenty of crazy, but it's the type of crazy I can deal with. Fair enough. So, um, it's the type of crazy that don't make me too crazy. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, I you, so, I But there's plenty of crazy there, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're good, we're good. She's fun. She's fun. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she's away with her, with her girls for two weeks. So, hopefully she's not too fun while she's away. Yeah, you know she's catching her side dick, isn't it? <laughs> Where's she gone? Mexico, Cancun. Oh, she's catching side dick every day. She's, she's Pablo's gone beyond her case. She's getting Juan right now. <laughs> she's getting a big Juan. <laughs> oh, dear. She'd be like, Danny, why did you let him say those things about me? Oh, dear. Nah, but it's all right. Um, like, yeah. What have you been up to, though, in the week? Do you you, know I, I noticed you walked in today with uh, a Pixel. You, last time I saw you had an iPhone 11 Pro yeah. Yeah. and you've downgraded again to the Pixel nah, back to your Pixel it's, it's an upgrade to my crack screen Pixel I'm telling you okay. so again I had a little rant for those of you guys that follow on Instagram like I said it Denny's not one of them Break. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've, I've, so okay so here's what happened right I don't know if I said this on the last podcast I might have I've, again I'm so fucked up I might have said it might not I went to uh, Reading to go and buy the iPhone 11 Pro, and actually I went to go buy the Pro Max. And just just to outline, yeah, I'll say it straight. I got bare savings, right? Yeah. I've got silly money, right? Yeah. And it's not like I'm rich. I've been saving for time, right? That's boring. I got money in the bank. That's boring, like Spalding, right? I've got a nine nine seven credit score. Oh shit! Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm on point with my shit, bruv. Man's got a credit score like a Porsche. Bruv, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah? And, and the, like, obviously, you remember back when I started working in the bank, I was like, oh, I figured out how this credit score shit works. Mm. That's why I got a sick credit score, yeah? I went and I was like, right, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get the iPhone 10, uh, iPhone 11 Pro Max, the top, top one, yeah? And I want, yeah. and I want Apple Care with it. I okay. said, but, I want to pay monthly for it because if you go into an Apple store, you can pay monthly on 0%. Yeah. And they goes, right, if you want that, it's fine. It's £20 a month over two years for the Apple Care. I was like, that's 240 quid. He goes, yeah. I goes, but it's only £200 if I buy it outright. He goes, yeah. I said, well, I want to just buy that outright then. He goes, you can't. If you're doing monthly, you have to you have to do monthly for both. You can't pay for one. I was like, that's stupid. That is very stupid. So at which point I said, you know what? I don't want the Apple Care then. I'm not going to pay an extra £40. Pay for it like that. Plus, I had it in my head that I'm pretty sure you can go back within 60 days, show them that your phone's still in mint condition, and pay and yeah. just get us all off. So, your phone insurance with your bank? Nah. Oh. Um, so, chatting to the guy, going through the credit application, he's getting my details, put down where I live. He's like, Oh, Slough, I'm from Windsor. I was like, Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And it, like, I was dressed cash, yeah. right? And he's looking at, I've put in Slough, and he's like, oh, you're from Slough, I'm from Windsor. So he knows ends, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And he's looking at me like, okay, <coughs> bro, I got declined. What? Yes. For, for AppleCare or for the... For the, fo- for the finance for the phone. Okay. Right? And I was like, nah, that's stupid. Yeah. At which point, obviously, like, I've had to do finance applications for people in the past. 
I know what it's like when people get declined, yeah? You feel really bad for them, you feel sorry for them, whatever. Yeah. You feel a bit awkward as well in that situation. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm sorry, you're too poor to, to take out this product, we don't trust you. So, at, at which point I remember that actually the last time I applied for finance through Barclays, I got declined as well. And it's like, I've been declined twice by Barclays for no reason. So there must be something on this system. Maybe some of my dad's dodgy dealings from the past and they right. see my name and say, no, 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 fuck that. Okay. So I need to find out. But he looked at me with this like pity of, I went, yeah, so I'm really sorry, but unless by some way you could afford to pay for the phone today, uh, I'm afraid, you know, you, you, there's nothing else we can do. And I was like, by some way. I was like, motherfucker, you take cash. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what? I goes, yeah, I'll take cash and put it on my card. I was like, I'll tell you what, here's my Amex Gold card, yeah? And just put it on there. I said, and since I'm not paying for it monthly, I'll take the Apple Care as well. Right? I was like, fuck this, give me a MacBook. <laughs> I didn't get the MacBook. But yeah, so I picked up the the Pro Max. Yeah. And, and the Apple Care, and I walked out there. And then as I was driving home, I was like, why did I even do that? I could have just upgraded through my network. So when I got home, I processed the upgrade through my network and I ordered a new iPhone and I took back the Pro Max that I bought outright from the store. So I was like, Does it work out cheaper? Works out the same. Works out the same. Doesn't doesn't really well, it'll work out cheaper just because I also remember that I've got a friend that works at O2, so I'm gonna get a staff rate on the tariff. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so that works out. So you know, I've been with EE. For I don't get that your cousin works at O2 like you ah, hustle out yeah, for yeah. discount. So I've been I've been with E because I used to work at E, e so I have I've had my discount um staff oh, discount, discount and they let me time. keep it when I leave. Yeah. So it was a sad day yesterday. Well, last week I've been going to and fro because I've actually got two lines of them, and um, uh, they've just been annoying me. And the thing is, like they've they've only been annoying me when I'm considering leaving, while I'm considering leaving, like they've just been so shit in how, in terms of how they, like I, basically one of the lines my mum uses, they left my mum's line as usual, put my mum's upgrade tariff onto mine, right, and then I couldn't upgrade at all, so in the end it all mess, got messed up, just like you know what, I'm leaving both of them, so, um, anyway, uh, I've gone over to Vodafone, okay, because I've got a friend who currently works there and they said coming up uh -huh. with a deal. But so I got a SIM only deal for it's thirty pound a month with basically unlimited everything including data and yeah, like yeah. better Nick, countries Nick's including America. Well. But then I get sixty percent off. That's clean. Sixty percent yeah, off. Because it's a SIM only. If it was if it was with a phone it'll be thirty percent. Yeah, yeah. If it's with just SIM only, then you get sixty percent off. Oh nice. So uh yeah, so that's gonna be me. Mm. And then um I'm going to be in America at the end of end of this month. Shit. Um, so I'm going to buy an iPhone out there. I was looking yeah. at the prices today. I looked. It's about 150 quid cheaper than buying yeah. it here. You also get a train. I've got an iPhone 7 at the moment, so I might trade my phone in. I don't know. I'm going to work out whether I get Mizuma. more. Just, just selling it. Yeah. yeah. On Even when like Mizuma Mobile or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll give you a better deal. Okay. The, the iPhone, the Apple trading thing is shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so what happened? I so then I received the the handset. I I ended up ordering the the Pro, not the Pro Max, right. for my upgrade. Got it, and the day I started using it, I was like, oh, I'm taking a step backwards. Really, bro. The battery didn't even last all day. Okay. That was my first gripe. Yeah, I got the Pixel Two XL. This battery lasts me a day and a half. Right. Right. Easy. 
Doesn't wow. matter my usage, I'll get a day and a half out of it. Okay. The 11, I took it off charge in the morning. On my way home, I had to plug it in. I was on like 10% or less. So I was not happy with that. Um, little, little things just I find really annoying. Like, you can be, list- let's say, for example, if I'm listening to Spotify in my car or in a podcast, whatever, or in the gym, and I want to make a quick video. Yeah. On your on my Google phone, the music's still playing playing through the Bluetooth speaker, no problem. Yeah. On my Apple phone, once I start recording, it cuts that music off. Okay. You can't go. There's no workaround for that. That's annoying. Okay. Other things that are annoying is, in low light, the mm. Face ID is not perfect. Like. Yeah. Uh, again, my girl's got the XS, and she's 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 had all the X. Yeah. She's had issues with the face. Thing. Yeah, the face ID is not not ideal. Mm. They should have kept a fingerprint scanner. Like yeah, as well. Yeah. Hasn't they got one built into the screen? Nope. One plus oh. six. Uh, one plus seven had that. Yeah, because a few other phones have started doing that now. I thought they yeah. would have done both. I would have thought they'd have done it as well. It'd have been the smart fucking thing to do. Yeah, there was a rumor, or there was like a painting or something that a couple yeah. of years ago that they looked like they were yeah. doing it. But I think they'll probably no. save that for the next handset. Yeah. And the thing is, and there's no five G either. Yeah. Which is annoying because. My, so that's my thing, like, my new tariff is 5G, if I've got a compatible phone. Yeah. So me going and getting an iPhone for the next year, I'm thinking, mm. it's, it's quite it's annoying. Yeah. So I might even end up keeping hold of my 7 for another year, yeah. and then upgrading and getting yeah. a... I don't know, bro, but basically, I, I thought, the least I can do is upgrade to the Pro Max. Yeah. And... Uh, at least that way I don't have to worry as much about my battery because you get an extra two hours battery life out yeah, of payments. Yeah. Um, so I called up O2 and I said, look, it's not working out. I want to send it back. And they said, all right, cool, send it back. Okay. First time I've ever done that. I actually didn't think you could. Yeah. It was like... Yeah, you do get a, you do get a cool down period. Um, the missus just messaged me. She just landed in Cancun. Yeah. She's going to call me in a bit. So I just said, yeah, give me 10. I'll just put her on life. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Like how many dicks have you had thrown at you so far? <laughs> you might, you best be dodging them, babe. Dodge them dicks. Oh dear. She went with um. She had an early flight this morning, so she sent me a picture. And I was like, oh, I even got. I thought you guys would have had like a group photo. And she was like, no. Nah. And I was like, oh yeah, like women in the morning. Obviously, like they're they're, they're at the airport for like seven, so they don't have time to do themselves up. Yeah. So there's no way they're taking pictures. Oh dear. Oh dear. What was the reason for going? Just just because or thirtieth. So in their group. A friend, there's like 16 of them gone. Right. Um, including that um, reality TV friend who I okay, mentioned. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I won't say who or what. Okay. Um, and I think out of that group, it's like four of them have their 30th this year. Oh, okay, so they're okay. just all going out there. And I think next year, there's the, the, the younger ones, like there's four, about four of them who's their 30th. So uh, they're planning on doing something again next year. But um, yeah, so yeah, it's her 30th birthday. So she's uh, out there to Juan. Have, uh, one, one hell of a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, man, other than that, what was going on with you? Um, not a lot. Um, I've been, I've been um, really, really busy at work. Really important, big project at the moment. Um, in terms of entertainment and in my private life. Um, and you sent me a link, you tagged me the link to um, the Revolt uh, Summit with Big Mike. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I watched the whole thing last week. Okay. And it was really interesting. And um, Basically, so I, I think the segment you, you, you sent me on Big Mike was about um, him talking about Americans, African-Americans, um, sort of choosing between Republicans or Democrats. Democrats, Democrats. like either have, have done anything yeah. for them. So you're free people trying yeah. to choose your master. Yeah. Um, so I watched the whole show and, and basically what, what they're trying to talk about, and it's a conversation that's been going on a long time, is basically them, them saying we need, and it's kind of come about post-Obama, saying we need a black agenda, like Obama was in power and we're still in the same situation. Like I think Obama was like done loads of good things, but that's besides the point. Uh, basically, like nothing really has changed for us. Like how that was kind of publicised, like the PR around that was like we're in post-racial America. Obama's there, so now there's this kind of forum and there's this kind of thought that's talking about like. So when when these people like you see, for example, the Democrats tend to, the Democrat Party tend to do it a lot where they kind of pander to the black vote. There mm-hmm. was that famous thing last time round with Hillary Clinton going on like the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and. Yeah. Um, saying she keeps hot sauce in her purse because Beyonce had recently said it in a song and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they're basically saying rather than us just them coming and telling us we're going to do this, we're going to do this and nothing ever been done, we need to have a 10-point plan. We need to When they come to us, we need to present it basically and say this is what we need, this is what we expect from you, this is what we want, we want proper representation. And one of the arguments is when, you know, they call America the great what they call it, the great, uh, the great, the great experiment, something like the great democratic experiment. It's quite a yeah. new nation, etc. Um, and they're saying like when a lot of that experiment was taking place, um, black people um, weren't included in that conversation. So now they want to be included in that conversation. They want they want you know things to la di da di da change. They want to be part of the um, the narrative and such. Um, but what they're saying is. What a lot of them are saying is, if they don't do this, then we withhold our vote. Yeah. And while I get the sentiment, my whole thing is, so you're creating a lose-lose situation for yourself. Yeah. Because if you don't get involved in the vote, then you're in the exact same situation yeah. and you have no right to complain. In theory, <laughs> the people that run from both parties could just say, do you know what? Fuck it, neither of us are going to do anything to get your vote. At least that way we know that the black vote is not going to sway anything. Exactly, exactly. So which is a bit shit. Yeah. So it's 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 one of those. It's it's um you know there's there's they've got a lot of historical things that come in that play into their um, politics hmm. uh, for black people more so than I would say here. But it's it's, it's, it's 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 weird because it's almost like. It's a, they're trying to present it and to some extent it is a political slash intellectual conversation that they're having yeah but it's, and this isn't the first time there's been conversations with you know you have like I don't even know Michael Eric Dyson and like Lewis Farrakhan and they're, they're all sitting around tables all doing similar things all them yeah. Jesus <laughs> so it's an on, this has been a long go, ongoing conversation um, for, for, for decades but this whole thing about withholding your vote if you don't get what you want, like I don't see how that no, benefits. Yeah. yeah. So. So so there's there's a thought, right? Obviously, you see it in the media and stuff. And you, obviously, I, I saw that link and stuff. They're talking about the black vote. Yeah. Um, is it obviously? Like, I don't I don't have that uh, perspective. 
Is there is there something like that happens? In, do, do people talk about that in the UK at all? No, so no, no, no. So the, so the difference. Is, one of the big things. One of the things in America is that happens in in that doesn't happen in the UK, and there yeah, are marginalise your vote benefits to it in the UK that could potentially have benefits, but in America, you have like firstly the population is a lot bigger, yeah. right? So if you imagine if you imagine um, like black people in the UK are much more spread out, like much more thinly. Like we're yeah. still we're still in the cities, mm. but because our numbers are so small, um, and the way the you know we do first past the post, which is and America have the the college um, college point system. Yeah. So let's say we can contribute to to, to um, let's say in Hayes it's conservative, for example. If we that yeah, so if we um, if there's a lot of black people there and they can swing a vote, you can do it locally, but there's not enough there's not an area for you to campaign. Whereas in America, for example, there's enough black people in Florida or there's enough black people in certain areas where mm-hmm. they can swing the vote and effectively win that state, giving more points to um, whatever side that they tend yeah. to lean lean towards. So I think it's very different in America. This country as well, like, and as when I say sort of thinly um, spread, thinly spread, like we don't have a black middle class in the UK. In fact, how our class system is very different to different to those. Theirs is essentially how much money you earn, whereas ours is like you could be a millionaire, but you can very much still be working class over here. And um, so, what tends to happen here is like, let's say I live in Slough, mm-hmm. and I. I have a construction company, it does well. I'm still working, you know, I'm still very much a working class person, but I want to move to a nicer area. I might move to, to Maidenhead. Mm. So um, now I'm a black guy in Maidenhead. Mm-hmm. So there's no me voting in Maidenhead as a, they don't need to win my vote. I'm just one guy. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in America, they have uh, quite, and it's, it's, it's very, there's very little spotlight put on it. They've got quite a substantial black middle class, and actually, it's it's, it's quite a fast-growing demographic. So, if you're if you live in the slums of um, New York and you're a successful black person, there's actually areas where loads of successful black people live. Yeah. There's there's places in America where the average earning is like there's there's towns where it's like eighty ninety percent of the population is black, and the average earning is over one hundred and fifty grand. Okay, my my question on that then is do you think that it's that minorities in america are more segregated or they're more unified like do you think is that they push to live separately or that because even i know like in america there's like districts or areas mm. of, that like in new york for example yeah like the bronx yeah. is a black community and you've got like chinese community in yeah, certain yeah, area and yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. latin community so, in the area. so from my understanding in america it's a bit of it's a bit of both. So you have the same thing every, every, everywhere. So there's this thing if you if anyone's interested to look up called the Black Wall Street. Okay, one of the things that that happened is if you imagine, and if you go back to um, I think like the forties, fifties, uh, sort of post civil rights movements, what used to happen is there was a lot of black communities that were thriving in America. Mm-hmm. But I'm a banker, and I'm, I want to I get into Merrill Lynch, which is one of the big American banks, right? 
and they're saying, no, 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 go away, you're black, you can't work for us. So I build one in my own community. So I have a black bank. Same thing for the for the for the post office, same thing for the school bus, same thing right. for, for all the services. So we had to have them for ourselves. So then when segregation, uh, when, when um, those laws, the Jim Crow laws, whatever, when, 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 when um, everything was supposed to, I'm saying this in quotes, become more um, inclusive, there was laws against segregation. What happened to those people? So I'm a doctor in my area, and now I can now be a doctor in a bigger, more um, affluent area, um, but I'm essentially, I'm getting up, and I'm essentially... When you're able to then go and seek work elsewhere, all the um, people who had the means to were able to. And what did that leave? That then left the people, the poorest, who didn't have the means to, who didn't have the skills, who went and bought from your groceries, who went and banked in your bank but didn't actually own them, were left in the same areas. And that then started sort of creating these these sort of slums. It was part of the problem. There's there's obviously lots of political and... um, and loads of other stuff. That that was that was that was part of it. But um, so in terms of, I think there's, I think there's definitely a a unity in yeah. terms of there's a clear difference of me being like even if I even if I'm like I can be a millionaire and be black in America and there's still I'm still treated differently than someone who's white in a certain part of America working in McDonald's or working in a Starbucks. Um, I'm still being judged by the club of my sins. So, so there's definitely that sort of shared experience. But at the same time, yeah, I'm still got money and I'm not trying to live in the slum somewhere. I'm, do you see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's um, yeah, I think, there's, I think there's both division and unity. But on this topic, with regards to the black vote, um, there seems to be... quite a bit of unity where it where it started getting a bit more recently a bit funny I don't know if you remember the whole thing of with Kanye West and Candy Owens and that Candy Owens was on the panel as well yeah and she was talking about being black and being a Republican um, and and um, and saying the Democrats she's basically saying like the Democrats are um, the Democrats aren't doing nothing for you what have they been doing for you She's saying by 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 them giving you welfare, how is that enabling you to get out of your 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 system? How by them um, by them uh, almost uh, what's the word? What's the word? Uh, shit, it just came and it's gone again. Incentivizing yeah. you being a single mum because you'll get more help as a single mum. How is that helping the family? And then she quoted because she's she's not particularly she's not Democrat, but she quoted some Obama things where Obama reeled off all the when he was in power reeled off all of these um, statistics saying, for example, I can't remember off the top, but as an example, if you grow up in a single parent house, if you grow up without a dad, you're nine times more likely to go in prison. If you grow up without a dad in your, in your household, you're more likely to you're less likely to go to college. All these statistics, and she, um, so she was bringing them up and then saying that the the, the Democrats almost incentivizing this kind of behavior mm. so um ultimately what they were saying was everyone on that panel everyone from both sides of the aisle needs to come together in terms of what they're calling the black agenda in terms of uh to 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 progress um and just try and have more better equality for people 
in America. It's funny though. There was this, there's a comedian. I can't remember his name, and he said it's it's it's, it's funny because uh, we're asking for equal rights. <laughs> like we're not asking for war. We're asking to be equal. And there's actually someone out there going, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Michael Shea, I think it was. <laughs> but do you know, what? even like to to say, uh, like we need to like be united and say like these are our ten points. Like, oh, mm. it's almost impossible. Well, because if you got you take uh, any one hundred of any demographic of of like Black Americans, mm. even same thing here, you have. Christians, Muslims, yep, working it. class, like when I say this working class, like blue collar, white collar, yeah. you know, higher education, low education, mm-hmm. no education. Everyone's got their own thing. Like, what's everyone's got their own idea of what's important to them. This is it, exactly. And you're never going to be able to go, right, these are the 10 things that we want. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. This is the thing. It's, now, a nice, it's a nice idea. For me, and I don't, maybe it's, I don't. it's hard for you to say anything because you're born in. <laughs> yeah. It's not even that. No. For me, so, I think part of the problem is is kind of what you said there. Like, I don't think from I'm I'm one of those people who believes like education is key. Even all this talk about reparations and all of that, it's like fling it into. So, so, I was speaking to someone years ago, and they were talking about um, reparations and and things like that. Um, I think there was a thing a few years ago, Jamaica and a couple of other uh, Caribbean islands were suing the UK. Mm. I I didn't follow it all the way through to see what happened, but someone turned around and said, that would be the greatest hustle ever if the UK has to pay reparations to, um, to, to, let's say, Jamaica, for example, because what that will mean is it will be paid by the taxpayer, right? Yeah. So all the working black people, descendants from Jamaica, descendants of slaves, will, have paid. will be paying, like paying back for that. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was almost like, how it, 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 while yes, it's not to say something can't be done, um, a simple, pitting it, that's it. And it's the same in America. Like, there's black people paying taxes and have been for, 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 for decades, for centuries. So if they're, they're, they're getting money back now, while yes, something should happen and it was promised, so therefore they should do it. Um, it's not so similar. Like, why you, you, you don't just give someone who's uneducated 10 grand. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's only for me, if you just do this whole thing of just giving everyone money, it's just going to create further division because you're going to have educated people who are going to go, I'm going to invest that, I'm going to do this, and you're going to have non, not people who aren't quite as educated financially who are going to go and buy rims to be a stereotypical, say something yeah, stereotypical. Yeah. So for me, I just think education, like pump it into the education system, everyone benefits from it, the country benefits from it in the long run because you're going to have a more skilled workforce, they're paying more taxes, etc., 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 and then it'll enable people to, to help lift their family out of poverty so but that's yeah that's that's what that was about um, the panel was interesting though. they had T.I. up there who's a uh, famous rapper opinionated yeah um, I saw I saw uh, Puffy was in the audience and that. yeah so he he so it was a revolt something it's a revolt to a, a channel a cable channel that he right. is a, a significant owner yeah. in 
Um, of yeah. So he made sure he had, he had the best seat in the house. Bowling. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. They did all right. So there was um there was there was something up, we were just talking a lot about race there, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I Dean shared. Asher Smith winning the two hundred meters gold. Talking oh, about racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. So, um, well <laughs> so I was talking to a mate of mine who uh he's he's like mixed race but mm. like Arabic looking mm. mixed race. And he's dating uh, an Asian girl. And they went to a gastro pub in a nice part of town. Uh, I say a nice part of town. It's a very white area, yeah. And uh, they're talking about like they they went into this place and they were just like everyone was staring at him. He was like, dude, there was an Asian guy in there, but he was like one of them. So he was even giving us like nasty, like weird looks, like he's staring at us a bit too much. Yeah. And he was talking about like how it felt going into one of those places and like feeling out of sorts like feeling like you're sticking out a bit whatever and uh and i was like to be fair i almost wouldn't know what it's like to to feel like that yeah except i used to go to a good war a lot mm. a good war a lot i say that like that's a one word yeah i used to go quite frequently to the good war <laughs> um so if anyone that doesn't know that's a sikh temple um and i remember i've been a couple of times on like religious days yeah but it's like specifically like Sikhs are very big on community, yeah? Yeah. So on certain days of the year, that Gurdwara is full. And I've walked in there before, and I've just had like 300 people turn and look at me. And they're not looking at me with any kind of disdain. Yeah. They're just looking at me like, huh, this is not your normal place to be, sir. Like, yeah. you don't fit in. Yeah. And we're curious as to why you're here. Yeah. And... I imagine, although I can't be obviously certain because I wasn't there at the time, that that's kind of the looks that he was getting, like, huh, yeah, okay, what are you doing here? Um, and he where was where was he going? I think he was in Virginia Water. Okay, very white area. And uh, and then he, I, I was talking about, it and he goes, he goes, yeah, but you do realise you look like a racist prick, right? And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, like if I didn't know you. I would assume that you're racist just to look at you. It's like, bruv, it's not really fair, is it? Especially considering, like, I've schooled you a little bit and the fact that you've, like, been a bit ignorant and bigoted in your opinions at times. He goes, yeah, yeah, no, don't get me wrong, bruv. You're safe. <laughs> I'm just saying you look like one of them. I was like, oh, shit, do I? He's like, yeah, 100%, bruv. got the full uniform, mate. I was like, that is messed up. <laughs> so I had to deal with a situation this week. So what, what did he say? Did he specify why? Why wow. I looked like that, or yeah. why he felt like that? No, what what was what was it about you? He just said I've looked like a typical like white working class bloke who uses words like the p word and the n word quite casually. I find that I find that quite interesting. It was just his. Pers- the thing is, as well, like when I can't begrudge that to someone. Like maybe his life experience has led him to believe yeah. that guys that look like me are generally racist. So I'm but just. That's like, what I mean, what's what specifically like? There's so many, like, mate, the, I've got blue eyes and blonde hair, and I'm Aryan. <laughs> the majority of this country is Scandinavian white working class. Like, the vast majority of this country is white working class. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. That's interesting. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you what, I didn't even ask, to be yeah, honest, yeah. because ultimately, number one, I know that my character doesn't match that, the, and he knows as well. He, yeah. like, he's not saying that he thinks I am, he's just yeah, saying, yeah. like, the perception he, he got when he first looked at me was that. 
I was probably fitting the profile of someone. Yeah. And the thing is, he's like, in the past, I've known him to be like a bit, I'll just say he's a bit racist. Yeah. But not intentionally, like just through ignorance. Yeah. So I've been like, no, 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 bro. It's not, it's, people aren't like that. Like you've either not met people of that background. Yeah. Or you've been influenced from a young age to think the wrong things. Yeah. So he's like, no. And so he, he's cool, fine. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. just, just in that moment. And um, and it's weird because you like for me, I'm I just obviously have to accept that that's that's his opinion, right? But it made me a little bit conscious, and I had a little situation I had to deal with that week. Okay. Where so obviously this building that I'm in charge of, yeah, you have different people renting different rooms. Two of the people that rent rooms got into a bit of a confrontational situation. One of them was a, a white working class woman. And the other one was an Arabic woman. Right. And they got into a confrontation that became mildly physical. Oh, wow. And then complaints got made to the, the management of the centre, which ultimately is me, and it was left for me to deal with. And because of this conversation that I had earlier in the week, I had, to, like, I don't know why, but I felt like I needed to be aware that there's a possibility this woman might, like, that the Arabic woman might assume if I don't take her seriously or if I don't listen to her or whatever it is that she might think that I'm taking the other woman's side and being racially prejudiced. So, and, and it was made more difficult by the fact that the person that made the complaint was a guy who was a friend or a colleague to the Arabic woman, was not the Arabic woman. Right. And he lied to me two or three times in on the conversation where he was making the complaint. Right. He he told me that he had asked for permission to use a room that he had asked for permission for, but the reason for him use, requesting it was not the reason that he, he actually requested. Why? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, he told me that he witnessed part of it and he did not. And he told me that the woman that was involved didn't speak any English, so I'd have to arrange for a translator to, to come. It was only after I pulled him up and I said, well, you, you know we've got security cameras in that room, right? And I, I sat and watched these two women argue face to face for 10 minutes. Yeah. How do you have a verbal argument with someone for 10 minutes if they don't speak the language that you're speaking? Right, yeah. I was like, I'm assuming she does speak English, right? He's like, uh, yeah, no, she can speak a bit of English. I spoke to this woman on the phone for 20 minutes. Her English is immaculate. Right. Better than mine. Yeah. Right? So it is, it's a bit difficult when I'm starting off like, okay, there's a possibility I'm, I'm going to get lied to here. Luckily, I dealt with it. It was fine, whatever. Mm. No issues. And the the the, the, the woman who comes. What you should have done. Go on. You should have got shouts. Let us sit down before you do anything. It's like let me just introduce you to my wife. Now let me resolve this. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just so you know, I can't be racist because. But then, I got black friends. And that's, that's another thing as well. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. line. That line. Know, like, all yeah, them, yeah. like all my cousins do. <laughs> but I'm not racist. Yeah, I've got bare black mates. And then they go, mate, I got mates who are packy. Uh, uh, <laughs> Asians, bruv. Asian mates. Yeah, whatever. Is is that is that line yeah. as well? And do you know what's, so, so is that the first time you felt like you've been in that kind of situation? That I've is the first time I've ever gone. I need to like think about this. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what, another thing that happened even, and it was within a couple of days. Again, like within a couple yeah. of days, uh, I went to TGI's, mm. and uh, walk in. One of the guys that works there, tall, like six four. Maybe six foot, probably six foot. Yeah, that guy, quite yeah. broad. And my obviously Elias sees him, 
and he's like, shit, man, this dude's huge. And likes to run away, like just running around, whatever, and like avoiding this fucking massive guy. Yeah. And he was like trying to um, give my kid uh, like a a balloon model, like you know the, the you get the balloons, you balloon animal type, balloon thing. Yeah. thing, yeah. And and my kid was just like looking at him, like, oh shit, this guy's huge. And I I don't know what I felt compelled just to like ensure that he knew I wasn't one of these guys who's like, yeah, yeah stay away from black dudes. So I picked up my kid, I took him over, I was like, say hello, man, like, introduce us or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, because ultimately, even though he must know himself, like, I'm a fucking massive guy. And kids see guys my size and be like, huh. But I, I just, I didn't want this guy to think, yeah, look at that guy. Shall I tell you what's <laughs> funny? Right? I'll tell you what's funny. It's, it's quite interesting that you almost... It's, it's such a... It's, it's, it's interesting that... It's almost like you have to consciously be aware of. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. I'm never normally like that. It's yeah, only because yeah, it was said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, yeah. and then after that, I was like, do you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going back to being me. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, yeah. I will speak to you. You're a human yeah. being. We're all on a level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even I got called out recently because I described someone as being bare white. Yeah. No, I just got okay. I basically I was saying I wouldn't get pulled over because I was I was dressed more white today. Right. And it's like, well, how do you normally dress? Do you normally dress black? Because no, no, no. When I say you're dressed really white, yeah, I'm not saying that like you'd normally dress black or Asian or whatever. Yeah, I'm saying you're dressed like what I would call a stereotypical middle class white man, like polo shirt yeah. with tucked into your slacks. Yeah, right. I said you can be an Asian guy. Yeah, and in fact, when we went out to um, duck and waffle, yeah, I pointed out a guy, an Asian guy, who was wearing like a golf shirt that was yeah, tucked in yeah. and he was wearing his dude, whatever yeah. and I said that's the whitest Asian guy I've ever seen yeah? yeah and everyone was like yeah he's proper white it's funny though because because if you say it I can understand why I'm saying it pe- no but why no it, obviously I know you I can understand I can understand why why anyone say it but yeah. you're almost being questioned like, like someone's making that meaning to be like oh okay so what were you dressed black before yeah whereas in the black community, in the Asian community, like we'll say that regularly to each other. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So it's it's like it's, so if I act certain way, like even my daughter said to me, like I'll answer the phone, like we'll be driving. Why you got your white voice? Yeah. Why you got your white voice? Why you got your white voice? I'm like you need to understand. But also on the flip side, I do think I don't know so much. I can't talk. So I know as a as a black guy, and I know this is this is with a lot of black people. Where you have to, you, you like, you often, like, we often have to think about how we are coming across to people. Right. To almost, even, even, like, to a point where if I'm listening to, I could be listening to Stormzy or uh, a grime track in my headphones. And I'll be conscious of, of, um, like, if it's too loud um, and people are hearing it, like, sort of being stereotyped very quickly. Right. Even the way you sort of present yourself in work, present yourself in thing, and it's it's interesting to 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 sort of hear it from the other side, where you have to be aware of how you're coming to a point where it's making you change your behaviour. Like you said, you took your child over to him and and things like that, and it's the same. Like I I um I think now, and I think a lot for a lot of black guys, it's just become sort of second nature, just instinct, where because you don't want to be perceived as a stereotype, you almost go into like, so straight away, you'll just be like, oh, how high that, you know, you're almost instantly put on this other persona and like, give a strong handshake, do all these things. Whereas 
if you're relaxed, you're just gonna put your fist down. That your that your voice. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's, it's 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 quite weird how that happens, and you just it's almost like a a weird sort of pressure, like you said. Ultimately, like now, I think now nowadays um, with how things are with social media and just people being a, a lot more aware of things, yeah. um, I don't feel as as pressurized. Like I'll put on whatever music I might be yeah. wearing. See, like. that's the thing as well. Like I was I was called out for saying like mm. oh. What you, you see, so so what is dressing white? Yeah. And I was like, from the person who's like questioned me on it, yeah. like, uh, not not middle class, but yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah, normal person, didn't yeah. grow up in any. But then um, saying that, my ex who's who's who was middle class, my daughter said it in front of her. Yeah, and she took offence. What? She was like, white. Yeah, when I was on the phone. Take no, when offense, I was on the phone. Right? <laughs> yeah. When I was on the phone, she was like, um, and, and my daughter said that. Why put your white voice? She was like, What do you mean his white voice? What does that mean? Oh, and I, and I, I she's doing that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't and see I, colour. Yeah. <laughs> so I obviously I explained it to her, sort of thing. And um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's funny. That's funny. Though. Yeah. So I, I was like, I was like, no, no, it's not. When I when I say. Like you're dressed white or I'm dressed white. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying you're dressed like a white man. I'm saying there's a certain profile of. Yeah. Like as yeah. even you're saying like you didn't put on. You, you're not pretending to be white. You're just trying to speak more articulately, more like middle class. Yeah, that's exactly what, and that's exactly what it is because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like if I went in like geezer. Yeah. That's that's as white. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not trying to do to 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 portray that demographic. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're, try, you're trying saying, to be yeah. a bit more yeah affluent. Yeah. So yeah. when I say yeah, I'm I'm just more white. I'm just more affluent. Yeah. But the thing is, from where we grew up, yeah, you just say that's white. Yeah. Because like, if you're poor, yeah, you see that you're like, oh, that's white, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't say that's very well. At least I didn't. I just I was like, yeah, that's that's white geezers, isn't it? Yeah. Like rolling around in their Bentleys and that. Yeah. So that's my perception of it. And it's weird because the the difference in how you were brought up mm. is then carried through in how like you perceive even like the other people's perception of race yeah, yeah. and other people's perception of how they're allowed, like words they're allowed to use and stuff. Yeah. Like if if I like if I met a white person and they started saying "packy," mm. I would I'll be like, "Nah, you like you can't say that." Unless it's in a very specific like situation, if there was like, and and it would be like, there's an Asian person there, they're tight with that Asian person. Yeah, yeah. That Asian person has, or even it couldn't even you couldn't even be so broad as to say Asian. That person would have to be from a Pakistani dem- like background, mm. and and even then it's like fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. Even if that person's like agreeing with them, like oh yeah, bro, that's that proper Paki thing to do, isn't it? And then. White guys like yeah, bro, proper backy thing to do. You, I'll be like, mm, 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 mm. I think I think sometimes it's it's, sure, it's, it's, it's it's cultural as well, isn't it? Like yeah, one of our one of yeah, our guests, um, I won't say who we've had previously. Like I've when I've been with him when people have said, oh, why are you trying to sound black when we were younger and we go out, and he and he'll make me baffled. And it's like he's grown up in a certain area. Yeah, he's working class, and there's a lot of working class black people so he's hanging around people he's just talking normal yeah he's talking normal do you know what i mean yeah um my, my, my but, family used to be like oh do you want to be black i'm like why do you think i want to be yeah you wear baggy clothes you listen to hip-hop music yeah. da, da, da. 
I'm like, it's urban culture. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not yeah. like, I'm not trying to be black. Yeah, I've had that when people were in sort of on the flip and, and, and people saying, oh, I act white. And I'm like, no, I'm trying to be rich, bitch. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. <laughs> I've had, I've had that I've had you know like 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 um, and, it, and it is weird ultimately ultimately it's culture it's going to be what your interests are into like my oh one sec one sec um, uh oh we're, we're going live hey uh hello hey you alright how's, how's Cancun you're good huh hello hey can you hear me yeah you're live on the No Great Areas podcast I'm not alive though. What? We're now in a we're now in a massive queue that's not moving to get the passport control and that's the reason we're going to leave. Oh you're still in the airport? Yeah. Oh flipping it, so like the last half an hour. You must be tired. What did what did um you what time did you leave this morning? Twelve. Ten hours, isn't it? No, what time? Well what time did you leave home? Wow. Oh, wow. Half, yeah, yeah, half ten here. Yeah, I reckon it's gonna be an hour till we get out of the airport, and then we've got an hour and a half in our transport. Oh wow! Are you gonna sleep? You lot just gonna I'm sleep? Really, really I can imagine. So your your next your tomorrow's your your first day just a, a write off. You're just gonna sleep? No, they're not oh, you, bro. Right. So the time here right now is half four. Oh, okay. I always try and stay up till. I want to try and stay up to ten if I can. Okay. How's everyone else? No, not with you. You fall asleep quick. Yeah, but I'm actually going for like I don't like because it's so bright and light that like it's ruined it. I don't feel like my body doesn't feel as tired as what it should do. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon I can last at least. I reckon I can last at least eight. Okay. Okay. Everyone else feeling the same? Kind of a bit broken up at the moment. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we're really cool. Well, um, as I said, you're on the podcast. Um, we were talking about you a little bit earlier. Lewis was asking me how it's going. Telling that you hate me. <laughs> no, I told him it's going good. I said this is what I said to you before. All women are crazy. You just got to decide what version of crazy you can deal with. I said your crazy's not too bad, but you got plenty of it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyway, let me give you a call back um, in about half an hour when we finish. Cool. All right, speak to you soon. Bye. That was a break from our normal scheduled programming. <laughs> yes. Uh, as I said, the missus has uh, off, off, gone to Cancun this morning. She the, the flight left three hours late. So um, she was sitting on the plane on the tarmac for three hours before they took off. Damn, Shout out to two of the airlines or whatever you're... Uh, Oh dear. That's bad. Um, yeah, so they've landed a bit late just, and that's saying there's an hour delay. Just to explain that situation to you guys, basically Denny was threatened with his life if he didn't answer the phone <laughs> and called because his missus wanted to make sure that he's not out already linking up all these side chicks. Yeah, basically. Um, but no. Do you know what? There was something I, I wanted to say. Obviously, um, going back to the American politics a little bit, mm. but more so uh, bring it back to the UK kind of thing. Um, there's this Trump... Uh, thing again about getting impeached for anyone that wants a cliff notes basically he called up the leader of the Ukraine and said we want you to investigate 
Uh, what's the guy's name he wanted to investigate? Joe Biden for corruption. Uh, and he was like, look, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to help you out and keep helping you out. I've done a lot of good things for you and I'll keep doing good things for you, but, you know, I need you to do this for me as well. Um, the transcripts were released and then people just kept on, like, changing what the transcripts apparently said and just made up a completely different story and then pre presented that to the American people and said we're going to impeach Trump for it. Weirdly enough, though, um, Trump was asking the Ukrainian government to investigate Joe Biden and his son after Joe Biden publicly said that he was going to withhold foreign aid to the Ukraine if they didn't fire the investigator who was investigating his son for corruption. So Trump was like basically trying to unravel Biden's corruption and he's been he's been potentially going to get impeached for it, which is a bit so, weird. But I don't think so. I think ultimately, even if he gets impeached, he's not going to have to leave office. No, no, no. The, um, the thing is... He's, he's been dodgy, though. Like, apparently he moved the recordings to a separate server, and there was a lot of, um, like, the audio... Not the audio, the, uh, the transcript. It just seems very Trump. Like, yeah. I just feel so like... The, the problem is... It's just well. so Trump. It's not, it's not even, like... I don't think... It's exactly... If someone said to me, re, like, act out how you think this conversation between Trump... And the UK, the, the Ukraine president is going to go. I could have freestyled that. Like yeah, yeah, it was just you'd, so Trump. You got ninety percent of it. Yeah. So, however, one of the things I heard recently about Trump was that he's planning on auditing the government, like doing a financial audit of um, the what's the bloody word of it? The their version of the Treasury, the Federal Reserve. Yeah, he's going to audit them. And find, out what, and find out what the fuck they're doing with taxpayers' money. Did you have you seen him on now, Twitter lately? He, I don't even pay attention. Well, he goes off too well, much. My man went put bullshit in capital letters. Yeah, I was like, this person no, is no, a no, G. I've seen him swearing for time, bro. But do you know, <laughs> so gangster, the other thing is, I, I saw something on Facebook today. It said, "Oh, Trump goes bananas at yeah, reporters." Yeah, yeah. And oh, he, that was the shit. Yeah, I saw that. And he was just like, "Yeah, this is bol like it's yeah. nonsense. It's fake news." Yeah. You guys. I was I like, saw, my man didn't even raise his voice. Yeah, he was I saw a bananas. few, a few uh, things where they say Trump lost it, Trump's with it. I always and I watched it. Like, I comment, I like, I'm like, you guys are clickbaity and you yeah. discredit yourself. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this is something I've been saying for years, yeah, is that someone, whoever it is, needs to run for, for government here and just and just say, do you know what? I'm, I'm only going to try and achieve one thing during my time in office and that's to stop wasteful spending. Anything else, fix the NHS. anything else we're good if you think like my, my main issue is with the whole idea of uh, subcontracting and privatising no there's nothing wrong with subcontracting yeah of course you would say that you're a subcontractor but, <laughs> no no, no. I'm, in the private sector sector yeah. is fine yeah but public sector what happens like um, you've got uh, the national uh, national grid or national uh, the the gas Supply or whatever it is. Transco? Transco did they end up? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Let's just use that as an example, yeah? Right. They subcontract their work out to another company. Mm -hmm. Who then subcontract it out to another company. Yeah. Each time you do that, those companies take a cut before yeah, they yeah. subcontract yeah, out, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. Whereas if the government just paid for, for their own people, like had their own employees to do it. So 
but they're, they're like, oh, it's too expensive to set up the infrastructure. It's not even that. It, it, it's also, it's also. Um, so while it is expensive, what happens is you also have a lot of liability as well. Yeah. So as as an employee, all the things that like employees are expensive in this country. So there are some cost benefits to subcontracting. One of the things, you know, like for things like in hospitals, like for cleaners and things like that, and I don't think they should. Mm. Um, but with things like, there are, there's a lot of things that they don't have the expertise in. Where I do think they should do it is time-capped projects. So, mm. for example, with the work I do, so if I, I work on an IT project, that's got a start and an end date. So, so for them to employ me, have to give me paid holiday, all the benefits that come with that probably doesn't make sense. Um, and then also, they would also need to compete with the private sector and they can't pay as much, so they just wouldn't get the staff. So in certain circumstances, it makes sense to, to contract. But in terms of what you're saying, when you have these layers upon layers upon layers, mate, I won't say which department. I don't want to like, talk too much, but I know I've walked in I've been somewhere and they and I and they've had like projects worth over a quarter of a billion that have gone to nothing and it's just like we've got to scrap it now like wasted quarter of a billion just taxpayers yeah just like so, so and that's the thing there's let's say for example you're saying like you know there's there's issues where you might not be able to get you know that say the, the the right candidates yeah you know, get qualified yeah. people okay so let's say let's just take for example uh like local council yeah local council need obviously they've got council buildings and stuff that mm. need to be maintained yeah so you know just just getting stuff like their boilers service yeah yeah that i happen to know that slough borough council subcontracts that out yeah. to, a, to a management firm yeah who then hire separate subcontractors to come in and do it yeah so you've got two layers there, right? So what, what I think some of that is as well. Sorry, go on, go Let on, me on. present my solution. Okay. Real easy. Mm. Slough Borough Council offers apprenticeships mm-hmm. with a fixed term. Like you do your apprenticeship, yep. you serve us at a decent rate mm. for a couple of years after, mm. and then you're free to piss off. Yeah. If you want to leave prior to that, you have to pay back all the money that we invested in you for your training. Okay. You'll get tons of people signing up. And you only need like a skeleton workforce outside of that to supervise them. What one of the things is as well is, is um, so did you see today actually in the in the in the paper? It was in I can't remember where it was now, but basically via subcontractors, this 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 father son organisation had bribed, given ninety grand in bribe, just under ninety grand in bribes in order to get this fire safety contract for this area. Right. Um, and the subcontractors obviously took it, gave them the thing, obviously it's been caught and unraveled. But that's the problem. I think the thing with what you need to, ha- what you should have to do as a subcontractor is have the staff already, or a, at least a, a vast majority of them. Because what actually, what often happens, as you said, is you employ me to do something. You, you, need, you need 50 schools built. I bid for that work, but I've only got capacity to build two schools. So now what I'm doing is rushing 
to get other companies involved. And do you remember when Carillion fell? Yeah. And it had a massive chain effect. And that's basically what they So Carillion saying, yep, we're going to take this contract. We can we can provide this. And then when once they've won or they're about to win, then then they go, right, we need to, we don't have the actual numbers, so we need to now subcontract yeah. out. And then and there's get, a bidding process that gets put forward. Exactly. There. And there's a billing process on top of billing process on top and of billing thing, process. Right? Realistically, you could pay government employees yeah. to to fractionalise that massively to go, okay, we don't give out contracts to do any projects more than let's say two schools in that in that example, mm-hmm. yeah. One hospital at a time. You don't get a you don't get a contract to redo every fucking hospital in the country. No. It's not happening. Yeah. One one school at a time, one building at a time, one this, one that. And then you if you prove yourself, obviously you come in on time, on budget, mm. you get to you get to bid for the next contract. If you fuck it up, you run over, you run late, you charge extra, you're not allowed to bid on the, the another contract for three years. You watch how quickly we will get the fucking sickest quality work done. Yeah. People, will, like companies will be going, right, we need to pull our socks up. And yeah. you're talking about a quarter of a billion pound wasted. Yeah. That people should be in prison. Yeah. That's, part of the problem is, death part proof. of the problem is, is lack of, lack yeah. of, lack uh, of giving a shit from the public. Do you know why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the newspapers ain't printing shit like this. They're not going, oh, we're getting mugged off every so, day. So week. there's a couple of things. There's too many, the pool at the top, the pool of people at the top are too friendly. Mm. They're looking out for each other's back. It's, it's so easy to go, look, don't, you know. When we have these fundraisers that cost £500 a seat, there's only a few people who can go to those. And they're the exact same people who can pay and afford and willing to pay £500 a seat. And then another £500 for the charity, for the um, for the raffle, and another £500 donation or whatever. There's only a few people. And they're always the same people who are going to go to them, um, who are going to be rubbing shoulders and who are going to be getting favours from each other. Um, even even the um, uh, the Tory, like Tory, if you join the Tory party, you get invites to certain things. I'm going to join. And let's say it's £95 for a ticket. Okay. And then they'll say, a personal meeting with your local Tory MP for this 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 much extra. And it's all fundraising. Mate, I know, there's I only know certain people, people well. who oh. can afford that. Yeah. Like, I know a fundraiser for the Tory party. Yeah? Yeah. And he, he's met Theresa May several times. Yeah. He's went and had dinner with her and Michael goes with checkers. Yeah. So now if he, if he's, if he's, um, and it's human nature, like at the end of the day, if he then decides to set up some sort of, some sort of contract business and they're on the panel and they see him, he's already got a head, he's already got a, a head start because it's like, oh, well, I know that guy, I can give him a character reference. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Even if you're not consciously thinking that, that's just like oh, okay. There's already familiarity and stuff there, so it's it's, it's just it's a bit too t- tight knitted. Uh, there needs to be sort of things in place, um, which I think I think um, Jeremy Corbyn talks about this kind of stuff a lot. But at the same time, I think he goes a little bit too far. Yeah, a little bit. But for for me, I just I hear more and more of it. Mm. And it, the biggest issue in this country, and this is this is the thing that gets me, right? The biggest thing in this country is waste in terms of public sector. It's the waste involved. Um, uh, who, what's that big capita? For how much I... Was it capita? Yeah, capita had issues. No, but there was... It's one of these big... 
contracting firms that, that work with the government. Like, it might not be capital, so I don't want to say capital, but basically one of these big kind of firms, they basically done an audit of a government department and said that basically come to the conclusion, if this was in, this was early Cameron days, you know, like the Conservative come back in and we're going to money save and all this, but they just bloat things up again. Um, but basically, if this particular department was in the public sector, it would run more efficiently, more efficiently on 40% less staff. Yeah. And it's that kind of, but then I think, I don't know if I, was, if I spoke about this on the podcast, we start acting so, so, uh, uh, what's the word? Protective over our public service and our public sector. And to an extent, we should, but we should still be able to hold them to account when they're yeah. shit, when they are wasting money. Do you know what the problem is though? There's no incentive. Yeah. Like, you're, uh-huh. you're not, you're not, you know, like in, in the private sector, you're incentivized to, to be as efficient and save money. Like yeah. your company, you have to be as efficient as possible. If this month you manage to do exactly the same thing and you manage to do it for £200 less, that's a good thing. Yeah. In the public sector, it's the reverse because they're given the money and if they don't spend that money, they're given less next time so they're incentivized to overspend. Yeah. So they just waste money. I've seen, I've been working in government departments where they've started talking about, we've got this much left, what can we do? Let's do this. Let's get some bouncy castles. Let's run a fight. Just real dumb shit. <laughs> like, you need it's, to be it's like, ridiculous. You need to be like, I've got a great idea, guys. I've got a guy will come in, he'll do a training seminar. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know people who do that. Yeah. Right. I know people who do. What was it? What was it? Um, he, was, he, was, he was just, he's a PT. And he just, he goes around and he does um, these kind of, how to how to be successful how to be successful how to get that kind of you know the kind of you get those stereotypical PTs like yeah come on we can do it yeah, yeah. like getting that action he's transferred it and goes and doesn't does speeches in workplaces do you know what it's funny you said nuts. we we uh, back in the day when I was working at B&Q they did something like that yeah they got this guy to come in and I was 19, 20 yeah like, I saw through this shit like so quick yeah. like He's, he's getting people to do Mexican waves and do like these little claps like crowd control techniques and I, I was looking around the room like he's treating you all like children yeah. and you're all loving it yeah I was like you're all a bunch of fucking idiot sheep and they're just <laughs> is what it is point. I guess but public sector yeah the, the, the money that's wasted um, is I think as you said someone come and just say like we're going to fix this financially but that and that that's what creates all the issues with the NHS um, the ineff- it's the inefficiencies it's the inefficiencies of the NHS the ineff- inefficiencies of our schooling service it's the ineff- inefficiencies of our police you forever hear police talking about we're having to do more and more paperwork and admin and this and that yeah, yeah, all it's all these yeah. extra things that have been and then and now they've got they've got staff but like I, I knew someone who worked in the police like oh yeah I work for the police oh what do you do it's some nothing admin role that you don't work for the police. You know <laughs> the thing is, even I remember there was one of the first times where I, so I'm still fairly like on the fence with like my political, like who I'll vote for. Mm. Um, at the minute, because Corbyn's head of Labour, mm. I won't vote for Labour. Like I've said it previously, if Chukwu Moon was, was at the head of the table, yeah. I'd probably vote for, for Labour. But, um, when there was a there was a thing that they start to do, they introduced this like home buyers pack or home sellers pack, and it was like you had to have this thing 
uh, this certification from this and this certification from that. There were so many different things you had to have. And I was talking to this guy and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get, um, I'm gonna do this course. It's gonna cost me a couple of grand. And then when, I've, when I'm done, I get to charge like a thousand pound a time oh, yeah. to go make up this, this like uh, portfolio that every house will now have to have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, what, what, why? And he was over, he was like, the government have brought in this rule just to create jobs. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's just that's, to part, that's what I'm talking about. The sort and of the bloating yeah, of the economy it's, it's for, the, a sake job of for it. the sake of a job. Yeah. It's not the job for the sake yeah. of productivity. Yeah. And I think as soon as the Conservatives came in, they fucked that yeah. rule out the window. So what's that? What's that? Is it the same with like what they call the quangos? Yeah. Like the weird departments, these government departments that don't really... Do like, Yeah, like we're going to create a, a, a department of... Uh, or a committee to oversee the committee that's overseeing the committee that looks after parks. Yeah. And it's like, so so this is the thing. So when Conservative came in, that was one of their big things. And that was also that thing about, they they done this particular de- department, said it can be run X amount more efficiently, la di da di da But the longer they're in power, they start bloating again. Yeah. Remember a lot of, and this is the thing a lot of people don't realise in government, when a new, when a new party takes over, most of the civil servants stay the same. Mm. Like they don't go, um, like the, the 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 secretaries of departments obviously change. The top top people change, and their new um, ways of working and stuff filter down, or what their objectives will be sort of, sort of filter down. But ultimately, like um, you'll have senior civil servants, senior senior civil servants who have been working there for thirty plus years, mm. like some even longer. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't like go, I think one of the largest employers in the country is um, HMRC. Right. So when, 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 if Labour win the next election, they go, right, everyone in HMRC is fired and we're bringing in a load of Labour HMRC people. So although Conservative come in and they need to, um, and they want to make things more efficient, they can't just fire everyone. Yeah. And they still need things to keep running and this is, things with unions I'm pro-union I'm anti-union but um, and again like if they say right this place can run we can basically get with the 60% of the staff there if it's unionised it ain't happening yeah do you know what I mean and that that's the difficulty as well like the idea of a union is a good idea yeah yeah but the implementation of it is often fucked up because it's like it's like yeah yeah we want everyone to keep their job okay cool I get that yeah but we don't need those people yeah, yeah but fuck you this is the and this is the thing like I'm I find unions, like like you said, the idea of anything's good. The thing with a union is ultimately they're there to protect their their customer is the employee. Yeah. So even if it's not necessarily the best idea for the economy or anything else, that's not their job. Their job is to work directly for the, any employee that is a member of their union. So sometimes I feel some of the stuff is, is stupid. Like it's inefficient. You're adding to a great you're contributing to a bigger issue. Yeah. But at the same time, I've got to respect. It's like, it's like, what's how much do tube, tube drivers get paid? Like most people will be like, that's flipping ridiculous. Of but course it a, is. I've told from, you about this before. Didn't yeah. I? <laughs> but from a, from a, from a union point of view, you've great. fucking done a great job getting them that. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like one of those things. It's like, <sighs> but that's, it's, it's like a mafia hustle. Yeah. 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 Definitely. 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 And it, with regards as well to even like the political sway they have, with particularly with Labour, like Ed Miliband, I, I personally believe if Ed Miliband had 
one, which he yeah. was favourite to, until they decide to support his brother, yeah. Labour would still be in power and it would be a very middle of the road Labour yeah. and this country, we wouldn't, you, how right wing it is now wouldn't have happened. Like it would have, David Cameron would be as, as, as David Cameron would do still you, be considered right. Do you think the country's right, right wing or do you think the government's right wing? So we're, we're always, so we're always a little bit more right wing than we are left. Really? In general, but we're a very centrist country. We haven't had mm-hmm. when like we haven't had an extreme party in decades. Like I don't know when the last time was, but the problem is now, particularly because of Bre- Brexit, I think has added to it. Um, but now um, we've got Jeremy Corbyn, yeah. who's far left for for the UK can be considered far left. How the how the late how the Conservative Party is acting at the moment for for, for the UK can be considered. Um, right. yeah, yeah. I don't want to say far right because far right tends to be what we call racist, but is acting much more extreme yeah. right sort of right wing than we would be used to. Um, so I think our, our politics is much more polarised than it usually is. Mm. Do you know what I think it's funny on that? How when you say far left. Mm. You're like, yeah, they're just, you know, they're they're very, very hippie, mm. almost communist. Mm. When you say far right, you're talking about, you, you know, you have to be careful not, like you even did it yourself. So I'm not talking about racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, if you say your your political ideology is far right, mm. you must be racist, almost like but it's, it's one of those weird things. That I did also say negative. far right for the UK and far yeah. left for the UK. Yeah, just yeah. To, but, yeah. But what I mean, just generally, when we yeah, say yeah. far right, yeah. We've managed to attach this like stigma yeah. to having conservative views. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know what that's from. Maybe obviously, I'm guessing that comes from bloody uh, Second World War, really. Well, this is the weird thing because there's a lot of it. It gets so there's this thing called the horseshoe effect, or some people just call it the. It, it it's basically like when you when you keep going far, far right and far left, you just meet back at the other end in the circle. Yeah. But they basically the I think the proper term is the horseshoe effect where if you imagine like a horseshoe, the two far ends are closer to each other than yeah. the the middle at the bottom. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. The far left and the far right are actually have more in common than the than the centrist things in the middle. And I think that tends to happen. Like you look at you look at any far right regimes, loads of people end up getting killed. I think the the obvious one is is uh, the third Reich. Yeah, but they also had very. Um, they also had some uh, leftist ideas involved in them as well, yeah. and if you again, if you look at the extreme left, you, you end up with things like communist Russia, yeah. Stalin, who, who well, killed yeah. millions as well. There was there was uh, public adverts in Russia um, saying that you shouldn't eat your children. Oh wow! That's how that's how poor they were. Wow! That they were trying to. Wow! Yeah, at some point in, in Russian history, it was messed up. But yeah, this country generally is though it. Um, quite centrist I wouldn't say it depends what you consider right and then as you said this goes back to what you said with the kind of negative terms uh, negative connotations mm-hmm. I would say a little bit more conservative because um, we are I think we are I think everyone I think the majority of people you speak to do have a little bit of conservatism in them in the UK even someone who's like oh I would never vote Tories and then you can say a couple of things to them, like, yeah, that's a conservative point of view, though. I get you don't like the Tories, but you do ultimately have... Um, you get a lot of... You get a lot of... Um, you get a lot of... Uh, 
um, immigrants who come into this country and, and are Labour supporters for, for obvious reasons, particularly generational, like a lot of black people. Um, oh, Labour don't like, um, Tories aren't for the working class, um, Labour for the working class. But then you speak to their families, or you speak to most people, and they're like, yeah, we've got to do shit for ourselves if we want shit. That's a conservative point of view. If we if we want to make it, we got we got to do it off our own backs. That's a that's a that's a more aligned the kind of view more aligned with conservative yeah. conservatism. Do you know what I mean? So I think I think this country and in fact I think there was a stat that said if without Scotland, so there's recently been a shift, but without Scotland, who was who predominantly voted Labour, yeah, before SNP's massive takeover, um, the Labour wouldn't have won a parliamentary election for decades prior so England particularly is definitely more um, yeah. more which is weird you know conservative. Um, a lot of my family a lot of the people that I know that are Scottish mm. they vote Labour but they think Conservative a lot of people it's, yeah a lot of people it's don't weird. yeah a lot of yeah. there's a, I think in politics I think the lack of education in politics in this country very much so many people are like I'll give you an example so my my person I know is is um <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah yeah my solicitor is literally if you're Tory I would like I, I don't want to know you I don't want to get uh, da, 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 right. right but then but then when it comes to in, when it comes to inheritance tax yeah her job is, which she is vehemently against. She hates inheritance tax. She's vehemently against it. Yeah. Um, and her job is literally helping people avoid it. Damn boy. So it's like, that's such a conservative thing. Yeah, avoiding tax. Yeah. Yeah. Or tax, what's it called? Tax efficiency. Yeah. What's so, it's tax avoidance, bro. Yeah. Tax, tax evasion <laughs> is illegal. Tax yeah, avoidance oh, that's it, that's is Yeah. Point. Yeah, so... so but 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 even even for whatever she does for a job, even the tax side of things gone. She's so against inheritance tax, and she'll break it down. She's like, "Oh, it's been taken." And for me, I'm pro inheritance tax. But I would say I've got loads of other things aligned more with conservative yeah. values. But that is to look, yeah, not to go in too deep on inheritance tax, but it's it's a tax on wealthy dead people. It's not tax on all dead people because that's, that is I, correct. I'm not 100 percent on what the current legislation is but when I was more involved in mm-hmm. it there was 325 grand per yeah. person in a couple I think it's moved up to half a mil now so the first million if you include property yeah is excluded from IHT and then after that it's 40% yeah my, my 40% thing is, sounds like a lot of money but yeah. it's 40% off a shit ton of money yeah but my thing is I mean there's loads of places around the world and it varies I think there's a state in America it's state to state and there's some that have yeah. like 13 million allowance whatever my thing is just to simplify it, if you earn money, if you get money, you pay tax on it, right? Yeah. So that person is didn't work for that money, if it's been given to their kids or whatever, they are getting it, so you pay tax on it, just like with everything else. Yeah. Just to really simplify yeah. it. Like However, get... in the, the defence of others, mm. that money's already been taxed. But that's the same with all money's been taxed. Several times. Yeah. So but That's the thing, it's like, you tax me when I earn it, you tax me when I spent it, yeah. you tax me when I saved it. And now you're going to tax me and give it away. But that's what I'm saying. But if you simplify it to the simple thing, if you get money, you get taxed. It don't matter how many times it's been taxed before. It's, if you get it, you get taxed. But that's not that the case. Is, 
I know it's not literally, but I'm just at a very simple level. Yeah. That's genuinely how it works. Obviously, there's loads of exceptions. You can gift certain things. You can do up to certain allowances, all these things. Or even but if in you general, outside the UK and you're a UK resident for tax purposes, you pay zero tax. Yeah. I found that out when I had a yeah. client. America, I think, if you're a resident of America, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you have to pay they tax. They will fuck you. Yeah. They yeah. will find you. Yeah. And they'll put their slippery little hand <laughs> yeah. in their pocket and they'll yeah. empty it. But that's, that's, that, that's for me, like... And also, just with regards to the distribution of redistribution of wealth, I'm pro inheritance tax as well. The only, but and this is the argument that always gets me. It's but is it being used for the right things? And that I can't. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the thing. So that if it was, then I'd be totally. But that's always one. So, but what is it being used for? Which is a nice little loop all the way back around right to the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I And like, I apologise, people. I apologise for my. Uh, I started off tired and I've you've woken up yeah been in been in, in impassioned yeah um yeah. by the banner but yeah um other than that I saw this uh I thought I'd show you I, I was watching some bullshit on tv and it was like a extreme 999 calls or something right on channel four last night mm. I was sitting with my kids she was doing my night um but yeah anyway so this woman called, she called 911 in America. Sorry, I've just called. seen um, KJT has won uh, heptathlon gold at the World Championships. The women are smashing it this year. No one's really watching the, the athletics. No. World Championships. It's weird. No. I wonder if it's a time difference because it's in Doha. Or is it Do- da- 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 Dakar? Uh, Dakar? I'm sure it's in Doha. I'm sure it's in Doha. Is it Doha? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it is, yeah. Might be wrong, but it with D anyway. But yeah, I think I'm wondering it's because of the time difference. But yeah, she's just won, so smashed it. Huh. Um, what was I saying? Just, what are we talking about? It's got, oh yeah. So this woman calls the police. She says, "Quick, someone come help! He's killing her. He's killing her." And you're like, "Fuck! Who? 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 Uh, my uh, my friend? Who's your my girlfriend? Right and." When she's saying my girlfriend, she's not actually saying like my, my lover girlfriend. She's just saying a female friend. Mm. But who's killing her? And she says the name. And then she says, my chimpanzee. What? I was like, you fucking what? This woman in America had a chimp. And the chimp uh, had grown a little bit older. And chimps get quite aggressive when they get old. Mm. And he was having, he was throwing a hissy fit one day. This woman called her friend, said, can you come over? Chimp's acting up, trying to get him settled. It's hard to control him. Can you help me out? The woman has turned up to try and help, brought the chimp's favourite teddy along or whatever, and the chimp has attacked this woman, ripped her fucking face off, bruv. Ripped her face off. Ripped her arms off. What? Uh, ripped, ripped her hands off her arms, bruv. Like, this is, this is my thing, yeah? How stupid do you have to be to decide you want to keep a primate as a pet? Right? I want a dog. Yeah. I want a German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. I will not get one until my kids are about eight, nine years old. Mm-hmm. And then my dog will be a puppy. And he will have grown up with my kids. And even then, I still will not trust that dog alone with my kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Because when that dog is fully grown at two years old, my kids will be 12, 13, whatever. 
they will be smart enough to know like oh that dog looks like he's losing his temper yeah i will step away from the dog i'll do yeah. this i'll do that fine you can't do it with little kids right uh-huh. you should all like in my opinion you should always be careful because animals are animals human beings lose their shit now you can have a human being that seems absolutely fine one day just lose it go on a killing spree uh-huh. an animal is no different whatever it is something pisses them off every day yeah. and one day they just lose it so yeah. uh so yeah so anyway uh, this woman had tried to save her friend. She stabbed the chimp, I think it was like three times in the back. The chimp did not even flinch, mate. He still kept going, fucking destroying this woman, killing it. Like, and you you can, obviously they're playing back the, the, the emergency call. Yeah. Like, and um, he's like, she, she's, she's, like, she's dead, she's dead. You need to just come. The woman was hiding in her car on the phone to the police going you need to the police need to come now you need to shoot him you need to shoot him the police come the chimp opens the car door despite the car door being locked right just goes nah nah fuck this mate damn boom like what you snitched on me (laughs) no 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 he opened the cop car door oh shit yeah the cop car the the copper managed to unleash his holster and unload like four bullets into the chimp the chimp ran off and then died in his what was his bedroom in his house in the house right but this this woman and at the end of that segment of the show they showed you this woman she actually survived it bruv she had her scalp ripped off her head they showed you a picture of her hair and like on the floor and her hair was still it wasn't like a bundle of hair yeah. it w- it looked like a wig oh, which meant wow. that that chimp had grabbed her whole fucking hair and just ripped it off which meant that her scalp came with it Oh. Like, if you ever, like, okay, I had a German Shepherd, right? Mm. At two years old, I struggled to hold my German Shepherd on his leash when he wanted to, like, if he decided he wanted mm. to chase another dog, yeah, I struggled to hold my German Shepherd. My German Shepherd weighed about 25 to 30 kilos. Yeah. He's half my body weight, right? He could if if I if if he really wanted to yeah. and I wasn't like physically strong enough, he could drag me down yeah, the road. Yeah. Right, a chimp is levels above that of of a of a dog in terms of strength. What on earth goes through someone's head when they go? Oh no, I, I, I want one of them as a pet. You know, I'm good. I'm going to teach it. I'm going to teach how to ride rollerblades. Right, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Right, I'm going to teach that thing how to go to the fridge and get me a beer and bring it to me and sit and watch movies with me. And I'm, I'm just, I'm baffled. I'm baffled as to how fucking stupid mm. human beings can be to do sh- shit yeah, like that. Yeah. And even like they're saying in Texas, there's more, there's more lions in Texas than the rest of the world. What? More captive lions. There's more captive lions in Texas than there are lions in the world, in the wild. Because people are dickheads. Yeah, there's yes, I think it is Texas where there's there's no law on like exotic animals. Yeah, on like animals you're allowed to keep as pets. There's no restrictions or something like that. I know there's yeah. definitely some states it where might, there's it, some it might be tigers, not lions. Like I'm yeah. sure the population of tigers is less than the population of lions. Yeah, but still, I'm, I'm like, I, I was, I'm hoping one day I'll meet someone who finds some way to try and justify that. Mm. so I can punch him in the mouth because <laughs> nah it's just not right I can't take it but yeah other than that 
yeah, that was the only thing that really got me. Except actually, having said that, the the next call that they were talking about was messed up as well. Dude, um, dude called the police, said that he'd murdered someone, and they were like, "What? What?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, we got into an argument, uh, it turned into a fight, and uh, he he pulled out a knife, and then he was attacking, and then I managed to get the knife off him, and I stabbed him in the back, and I believe it was near his brain stem, which I was like, that's a weird, fucking weird thing to say." And the woman was like, and was he still alive at this point? And the guy was like, don't interrupt me. What? Yeah, he's like, I need to get this out. It's being recorded. <laughs> and uh, and then he goes, yeah. And then, you know, I, I managed to, to, to get on top of him. And then I cut his throat. He died. And then it, it turned out it was all bullshit. This guy had tricked this young kid, like 13, 14 year old boy, into coming to his house. Promised him a job or taking over his business or some kind of nonsense and, uh, and then he tied him to a chair for a couple of days, sexually abused him, and then killed him. And I was like, again, some fucked up human being on this planet, man. And, and stuff like this, it puts like very, um, let's say far right ideas in my head. Where I'm like, if you keep an, an exotic animal, then then you should be caged. End of, like, nah, I, I don't think that's right. And if you kill someone, and especially like there's obviously levels to it right if you get into a car accident and someone dies and you were speeding i don't think you should go to prison for the rest of your life for that i think there should be some kind of severe fucking punishment yeah yeah but realistically you you never when you were speeding you never had the intention to kill someone Mm. um likewise if you you know manslaughter or criminal negligence caused death whatever Okay, even if it's proven that you're in a fight, and yes, you're like you're meaning to hurt the guy, but let's say you punch a guy in the face, he falls down, cracks his head on the pavement, dies. Yeah. There should be a punishment. Yeah, should be severe. But realistically, you you weren't trying to kill that individual. If you tie someone to a chair, rape them for a couple of days, and then stab them in the back and cut their throat. I said we should burn you a fucking stake. Yeah. If it's if I it's can't. proven, this motherfucker called the police yeah. on himself, thinking that he'd be able to like outsmart, outsmart the police yeah. and say yeah yeah, and they just like they found the tape that was used to take this guy to the chair. The adhesive from the tape was still on his wrists. My thing with my thing with things like that is like I'm I'm anti death penalty, Nothing. but at the same time. If you know someone ain't coming out of prison, don't make me pay for them. And yeah. they're a complete utter dickhead. Yeah. Why why do I have to keep paying for them year after year? Yeah, it's like thirty grand a year yeah, yeah. in prison. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 actually potentially more. Yeah. The the average it ranges from about twenty to about to to, to thirty plus. But I think the average, um, just because of different requirements what people people need and stuff like that, but the average is mm. is um uh yeah, sort of high twenties. Yeah, high twenties. Yeah, it's, it's it's quite, and that's what I'm saying. So, you, so you're going to keep someone in there for fifty years at thirty grand. Yeah, and technically, the people who were affected by it are contributing and having to pay for this. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's shoot. Like yeah. it, I think if it's that clear cut and then not being released from prison. Which, in all fairness, I think it's less than fifty people in the UK in, in prison who won't ever be released. Yeah. 
um, everyone else is a potential future neighbour. Okay. Well, do you um, know, fuck them. Like, yeah. Is is it? I I get the arguments against against it, but do you know what? I feel like if anyone was going to argue that the death penalty shouldn't exist, obviously you don't you wouldn't wish it on anyone. But you'd wonder: Would you still have that opinion if someone raped and murdered your son? Would you still be like, yeah, yeah, I know they raped and murdered my son, but the death penalty seems a little bit harsh. I'd be like, no, 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 leave me in a room with that motherfucker. I'll kill him. Just, just you'll need to give me a few days. I'll do it slow. <laughs> I'm not even joking, about it. I'd like, I'd choke him out, and then I'd crush his hand. And when he comes, <laughs> and when he comes back, I'm like, like thought about this. Right, no, I'm just thinking of it on the spot. <laughs> if anyone fucked with my family, someone I love, and there is a, the thing is, well, right, I don't, I'm a bit weird like this, yeah, but I'll tell you now, right, if let's say we're walking outside and like. You get jumped because I'll mm. beat you. I'll kill that motherfucker. I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'll mm. kill someone for for the sake of someone that I know and love. Mm. And you're my boy, bro. I've got love for you. Yeah. yeah thank you. I will end another human being's existence. I, I think with things like that I Constantly. used to have a really really bad temper, but now I think I'm kind of like weird. Like I just have very clear cut things. It's like you've done that. That requires that behaviour requires ask it. Okay. Yeah. I have to, and I'm quite actually like it's almost like. Now I have to do this because it's in my principles yeah. rather than whereas like let's say for example someone says something to me don't matter what they say it's like you might piss me off but I'm never gonna yeah react like whether there's certain things it's like well here we go mm. it just you, you know it's like um, I, I mentioned before like uh, we I thought there was someone in my back garden mm. straight away I was like you're you're my property yeah, yeah. you're around my family it's late at night it's dark as hell. Mm. I picked up the knife and I'm walking out with the knife with the intention someone's getting fucked up mm. right there's no oh let me see who this is and yeah. find out if they have good intent no 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 there's a risk that you might gonna you might be in a position to cause harm to my family I'm gonna kill you and I was like when I picked up the, I was like right go go kill someone <laughs> and I walked and yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. this was going yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is me now I'm looking for someone to kill <laughs> Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> the person was actually at the front, and they weren't. They had no intention. And fine, it was all good. But even like I and, and I, when I got to my front door, because I I heard the noise again, and I was like, oh, it's come from the front door. Mm. I walked and I just put the knife down next to the front door, and I was like, I can't kill anyone because they're in the front of my garden. Yeah, they're not yeah. in the back garden. Yeah. They might even be on the road. Yeah. I can't walk out with a knife. That's just gonna look weird. Yeah. I'll just have to beat the fuck out of someone, maybe. Yeah. And I just walked out. Yeah. yeah and then. Yeah. After it was like so, I think I think my wife said, "Why did you? Why, why did you pick up the knife?" I was like, "Someone's gonna get killed." No, 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 no. Bro, <laughs> even it's that bad yet. I had I don't know if you ever noticed. Stranger plus backgarden yeah. equals dead. <laughs> yeah, I got I have a very small knife hanging from the window in my kitchen. Oh, so. So if you're in the back garden looking through, like you can see there's a knife hanging, and my wife was like, "Why do you, Why do you leave a knife hanging?" I'm like, "Whoever breaks into the house is gonna want to have that." Because maybe, just maybe if they've got it, they might be able to get away. Without that, they're fucking dead. <laughs> I've got so much shit around my house. I've got swords, basement blades, I don't give a fuck. Okay? No one's coming in my house at night without my permission. Oh, I will tie them to a chair. <laughs> but yeah, it's messed up. It's messed up. But yeah, other than that, bruv, are we all good? We're all good. We're all good. There was a, there's, oh, the only other thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if you're, you've been keeping this up. 
Israel, the last star bender. Oh, yeah. Adesanya, he's fighting this weekend. Oh, is he? Yep. He's fighting for the, um, is it the welterweight title? Oh, he's fighting for the championship. Know, yeah, yeah, because okay. he's the interim champ right now. Right. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, he's, he's coming in. He's going to fight uh, Robert Whitaker. Uh, it does. Uh, I know it's one hundred and eighty-five pounds. Their weight limit, but I can't remember what. Because um, there you go. Their middleweight. Because I I could never remember. UFC have weird names for their weight categories. Like saw, they they mess it up. I saw um, who's that guy? Uh, light heavyweight guy. John Jones. John Jones say something about him on on a. Yeah, he said he's too skinny. Yeah. Because Israel basically said after he's beaten um, Whitaker, he's going to go up and, and beat John. Which, in terms of striking, Israel is a much better striker than John Jones is. But John Jones is a lot bigger. And, yeah, know, yeah. Just, mm. What about height? Because John Jones is quite rangy. Yeah. He's got more range. I'm sure he's got more range, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of them, like, there's not really much in. I, I don't think they're ever going to fight. Um, if they did, I don't know. If they did fight, I think uh, I think John is just too big. Although John's had some close fights recently, so I don't know. We'll see. But I just found it. Uh, I just found it to be. Um, uh, I find it to be interesting. Like this. I'm gonna post this, this on the on the, uh, on the website on the Instagram. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll just you've just sent me this link. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna click on it. I'm gonna turn the volume down. Oh, it's a. F- <laughs> Bruv, that is probably me to be fair. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'll, I'll, I'll put the recorded segment. Of what you're talking about? I'll put that. <laughs> Bruv, that is yeah. That's all day. That's all day. That's me. Right. I don't even know. So, should we call it a wrap? Yeah, bruv. Yeah, bruv. I got my I got my uh, throwbacks ready, locked and loaded. Okay. So my first throwback is I, I tell the truth. I'm I'm taking it easy way out. Like I've been getting mad excited, although I haven't watched the trailer. I'm not going to watch it for the new film, a uh, new Bad Boys film. Okay. Uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, Bad Boys Three. I think it's called Bad Boys Fly. In fact, you know what? Getting bare excited for it. Saying to my missus, "He's like, I don't know if I've seen that." I was like, "Are you serious? I don't know if this is going to work." She's been there. She's in Bad Boy. So. Right. She's gonna watch it when she gets back. You just need day. to say to her like, step back from the counter and give me a pack of fruit bobber delicious. Yeah. And if she doesn't, so say and some skittles. And some skittles. You yeah. just walk out. Like, no, 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 no. Can't do it. You mother bitch. Can't do it. Yeah. She. So. So. I'm mad looking forward to that. So my throwback film. I'm sure as you guess, I'm actually gonna choose Bad Boys Two. Okay. And then um, the my throwback song is Shake Your Tail Feather. Which was on the accompanying soundtrack by Nelly, P. Diddy, Loon, um, and another guy, I think. Um, yeah, but that's me. Okay, uh, my song is going to be a bit of a weird one. It's a bit of a weird one. It's from uh, Born to Do It. Do you know whose album that was? Craig David. Yeah, 2001. Wow. Um, and the song is like one of the least known songs on the album it's called Booty Man yeah 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 and it was just, towards the end of the album right yeah and yeah, I just yeah. thought it was a weird song for yeah. him to have like he's so he's so like proper R&B yeah and he's booty is not a very English word as well yeah, yeah. especially like 2001 
And when it came out, I was like, that's a weird. I, was like, I like it though. I like it. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my throwback song. Uh, my throwback movie, uh, because the the sequel is coming out, uh, is going to be Rambo: First Blood, the first one. Oh, my mate, my mate, um, my mate saw it. I think it's out. Yeah, I think it is the, the new. Uh, he was telling me that it's like he got in there, and it he basically was like, "Wow, it's finished." But not because it was short, because it was just non-stop. Like he wasn't ready to come t- to leave the oh, cinema. Shit. He said it's just non-stop action. And I was oh, like, the last film, film yeah, the last film I said that I felt kind of like where it was just non-stop, although it did seem quite long, was Mad Max. Okay. That you said why I said, and he was like, yeah, this is like next, this is above that. Oh, like, wow. he just says action after action after action. Because um, for me to get out of the house requires a lot of planning, logistics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I plan to go and watch um, Joker. Yeah, that's the one I want to see. That's I'm probably not, I might, have to, I I might have to just. Rambo it. See, I've, never Joker... been, I've never really followed Rambo that much. Do you know what? The Joker's a movie that you don't need to see in the cinema. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Action movies, you kind of, you need to see them in the cinema yeah. to get the full experience. But films like The Joker, you could watch that at home and, and feel like you, you got just as much out of it. Mm. It's like, uh, to put it in context, obviously, we went to go and see Kevin Hart live and I'd have been just as happy if we all just came around my house, got... You know, I yeah. had some snacks, a couple of drinks, whatever, and just chilled out and watched Kevin Hart on TV. Save a hell of a lot of money. I'm going to see Trevor Noah next year, actually. Okay. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good. Do you know that like, he says some poignant stuff and then he just says some stuff and I'm like... <sighs> My thing is, like... I'm just trying to be popularist. That's... He, he, he dumbs himself down too much sometimes. Sometimes yeah. he's really good and he just says stuff like, particularly for the... On the Daily Show, for the... It's, much, it's a much more democratic left left uh, American left wing viewership yeah. Yeah. and he really dumbs like dumbs things down for that audience yeah and it's like oh come on man like educate them as well do you know what I mean yeah but I still like him I'm still a big fan I'm still a big fan yeah I guess so yeah he's alright he's alright I can't I can't cuss him too much but obviously I can I can pick holes in it yeah yeah alright so that's us for today if you are not already following us on social media please give us a follow click like follow follow um, I did say obviously uh, I'm going to do a giveaway I am going to do a giveaway yeah some, some money and I, I also had another idea I'll talk it to you I'll talk it to you I will talk to you about it in just a moment when we press stop. So that's me, I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And we are out. <laughs>